It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right now as we are in off-season mode here on the podcast. We'll be back to five days a week once we get down to training camp in Spartanburg, South Carolina, on the campus of Wofford College towards the end of July. But in the meantime, make sure to subscribe and watch every show on YouTube so you don't miss a single episode. You can also check out Lockdown Panthers wherever you get that, your podcast. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Stitcher, Spotify, you can find Locked On Panthers and all the podcasts across the Locked On Podcast Network right there. Just make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday answer weekly Friday mailbag questions to participate either at me or really just DM me over on Twitter to get those questions into me. Used to do the YouTube comments. Just go ahead and follow me on Twitter. You don't have to do that. You can always just... DM me on Twitter at Julian Council. Get those questions directly to me, and I'll answer them this upcoming Friday on the weekly Friday mailbag here on Locked On Panthers. And today's episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, so OTA is still going on at Bank of America Stadium over Men Street and the practice facility here in Uptown Charlotte as the Panthers are preparing for the 2022 season. Next week, they'll have mandatory minicamp. And then after that, they'll have a long hiatus, at least as long as they have all season or throughout the entire uh, calendar of the year, calendar year, before they head down to training camp down in Spartanburg. And the Panthers still trying to figure out what this roster might look like. We have a pretty good idea so far. They've added players, obviously, through free agency and the draft or adding more players. They might add another player at an important position here in the weeks to come, maybe even this week. Who knows what will work out? But in the meantime, have installs going on offensively and Ben McAdoo's new offensive system. You got Chris Tabor now with his special teams uh, as coordinators, as his new special teams coordinator. You have, of course, Phil Snow back again for a third year at defensive co- coordinator and Matt Rule heading into a vital year three. And it's so important going to this offseason, the Carolina Panthers were able to fill the holes that were on this roster. The biggest holes that we knew on the roster were at quarterback, where they've since drafted Mac around the third round. And of course, on the offensive line, that was just an absolute disaster through the better part of the 2021 season. Whether it was health or due to injury, it did not really matter because the talent level on that roster at the position group just was not where it needed to be for the Panthers to have success in 2021. And they knew going into the offseason that they had to improve upon that. And Scott Fitter, the Panthers general manager, talked about that at exit interviews back in January, that we have to address the offensive line and that they would also like to add to the quarterback room, which they've done. And, of course, there was other spots of the roster that the Panthers needed to bring in players. They brought in Xavier Woods to start at free safety with Justin Burris leaving, but then Justin Burris resigned. So you have depth there at that position. They brought in right guard Austin Corbett after winning the Super Bowl with the Los Angeles Rams. He was the odd man out there as the Rams had to resign a couple of their other offensive linemen. So Corbett's now here on a three-year deal. Got Dante Foreman 
the running back who spent time last year with the Titans when Derrick Henry was injured to back up Christian McCaffrey and be a part of this running back room along with the fourth-round pick at Oklahoma State last year in Chuba Hubbard, brought in wide receiver Richard Higgins, who spent time in Cleveland, linebacker Damian Wilson had a career year last season in Jacksonville, although he's now dealing with some legal issues, brought in former defensive tackle out of Temple, but playing at the Washington Redskins, then football team, now commanders Matt Ioannidis, a former All-Pro in Johnny Hecker, and a center-slash-guard Bradley Bozeman, who started the last four seasons up in Baltimore, and Corey Littleton, a veteran linebacker who spent time with the Las Vegas Raiders. Those were kind of the key guys the Panthers brought in here this offseason. So among them, who needs to have the biggest impact for the Panthers to have success in 2022? I don't think Rashard Higgins needs to have a major impact, although we're going to talk about the wide receivers here in a minute and how they're going to need someone to step up, even their top guy to step up, that the Panthers offense is going to gain any sort of respectability here in 2022. Johnny Hecker has been an all-pro. You would love for him to continue that play as a punter. I don't think that he's going to be needs to have the biggest impact for the Panthers to have success in 2022, although field position obviously is very important. I don't even think that Corey Littleton needs to have it either. Damien Wilson, if he's a, if he's on this roster, which Joe Person we talked to a couple weeks ago, who works for the Athletics, said that he doesn't see Wilson not being on the roster this year. He's going to have to Step up as we talked last week about the issues that the Panthers have had against the run. And you could look at maybe the odd man fronts and who's been available there at defensive tackle since Derek Brown has come here to Carolina. And he's in a way underwhelmed. The linebacker play has not been great since Luke Keekley left and Thomas Davis left. And even when Luke Keekley was here back in 2019, they were not great against the run. Can someone step up next to Shaq Thompson and provide a run stuffing threat there at linebacker? Maybe Dante Foreman. If McCaffrey gets injured again, you saw what he did last year. Absolutely. You would want someone like that who can be a downhill rusher who they've talked about this season. The Panthers want to have more of a downhill rushing attack, which is weird considering that most teams in the NFL nowadays, as in all the successful ones with quarterbacks, the Panthers don't have one right now. At least we haven't seen one prove to be a top tier quarterback just yet. Want to pass the ball in order to win and have success. Panthers don't have that elite passing game just yet. Elite being Matt, Matt Rule's favorite word. And until they get that elite passing game, they're going to rely on guys like McCaffrey and Foreman and Hubbard to run the football and on the offensive line. And then free safety, Xavier Woods played every snap last year. I think he'll be a key addition. But you at least have Sean Chandler back there, resign. You still have Justin Burris who resigned. There's depth at the safety position that there wasn't this time last year, as that was one of the position groups I looked at and in question whether they were going to be up to snuff. And I was even wondering with Jeremy Chen moving back to free safety or back to strong safety, rather, uh, full-time for the first time in his career in the NFL in the second year, whether he truly fit there or not. Now, a lot of confidence in them. But for me, I'm going to look at the offensive line. And it's not going to be Austin Corbett who I'm looking at as someone who needs to have the most success with the Carolina Panthers this year out of the free agents. I'm looking at Bradley Bozeman. And I know you're going to probably think that, okay, so you think that for the Panthers having the most success heading, I mean, of the all of the free agents that they brought in, you're telling me, Julian, that you think the guy that has to have the biggest impact of the Panthers have success is Bradley Bozeman. Why would you do that? He's a center. Because the center position is vitally important. The Panthers, back when they had Ryan Khalil, coincidentally, were a very good football team. And when you have someone like that in that position for a very long time, which is very hard to find, a center on the free agent market is going to come in and have a major impact. We saw that with Matt Paradis, but Paradis was coming off injury. He was also an older player. Bozeman's been a good player for Baltimore. For whatever reason, they were not able to come to terms there contract-wise. But I look at him as being a vital piece for this team this season 
because that's the center of a communication. When you think about potentially you have a rookie there coming in, if Matt Corral has to start, you want to have someone who's played that position and at a high level who can help them communicate and set up protections and gain trust in under center week in and week out. That center quarterback exchange. And I think Bradley Bozeman can provide that. Moten on the right side of Austin Corbett, you're not worried about either one of those guys. And, you know, the guard position, I don't know how much value you can place into it outside of just, of course, protecting the pocket and then getting downhill. It's obviously important. But I don't think it's as important as someone like Bozeman coming in and playing center. And then you're going to have a young guy next to you on the left side, likely being Brady Christensen, who played not as many snaps as he probably should have last year. Bozeman being able to help him out and also bring in whatever veteran leadership he can. Tiki Aquan is going to start on the left side at left tackle for the Carolina Panthers. I just look at Bradley Bozeman and what he might be provide, be able to provide at center and how he's a much bigger player weight-wise than Pat Elfline, that he's been better at that position in his career, and that he's someone who potentially, just looking at how he and his wife have just ingratiated themselves in this community, how much they seem to love Charlotte already, if he comes out and plays the way he's played the last couple seasons in Baltimore and he becomes a leader on this offense, he could be the long-term center guy, center center guy, the long-term center here in Carolina for the next five to seven years. So I look at him with young quarterback and even a struggling quarterback and a veteran, Sam Darnold, as someone who can help both of those guys and just the overall offensive line find continuity and have that communication from the center position and that that can help the Panthers offense succeed in 2022. And if that helps the offense succeed, well, the Panthers should be a better team as a defense, as we saw last year was already one of the best units in the NFL for the majority of the season before, of course, struggling later on against the run. So right now for me, Bradley Bozeman. I know it's crazy, but I think he can have a major impact for the Panthers, and I really think that they need him too. Because if he doesn't, going to have poor center play again, and that's not going to correlate to, I think, a strong offense for the Carolina Panthers. Now, the Panthers don't, ne- don't necessarily just need good offensive line play, whether it comes from Bradley Bozeman or from Aki Aquanu or from Austin Corbett or any of the other guys that they brought in. They're going to need some good play from the skill position players on the outside. In wide receiver last year, yes, DJ Moore had a great year, but overall, just a really disappointing group. The Panthers bringing back one of those players that was a part of that disappointing group, although in a limited capacity. And I think they probably should be further under the microscope than what they are right now heading into 2022. We'll get into the Panthers wide receivers and what the expectations should be for them heading into 2022 here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. At BlueDial.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at the price that you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, Find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of shopping online at BlueNile.com. Build the engagement ring of her dreams or celebrate life's special moments with fine jewelry. No matter what you're looking for, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and locked on sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagements. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON+. Plus, every order is insured. Ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. This episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind a counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand or warehouse happens to carry 
Get computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, folks. I'm talking about your smartphone. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? No, we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. No matter who the starting quarterback is for the Carolina Panthers here in 2022, whether it's Sam Darnold starting off the season or Matt Corral starting off the season or taking over later on, maybe it's Baker Mayfield or some other quarterback the Panthers want to trade for here in the weeks to come, the wide receiver group has to be much better than it was last year in 2021. And that includes DJ Moore and, of course, Robbie Anderson, who currently is MIA as it is voluntary. OTA is going on and mandatory minicamp being next week. And last year, same case, spent time back home in Miami working out, came back in shape and worked out with the Panthers, but then went on to have one of, if not the worst season of his entire NFL career after having a career year with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback in 2020, or sorry, in 2020 with the Carolina Panthers and that leading to the Panthers who want to give him an extension. And Scott Fitter is saying that we see Robbie Anderson as a part of our future. And it's hard to think right now on Monday, June 6th, that Robbie Anderson, who again is not there for voluntary OTAs, is going to be a part of the Panthers' future past this upcoming season. And I would even made that argument last year, which I did, talking about both Robbie and Dante Jackson as they were both going into free agency and would both of them remain here in Carolina, as we know. Robbie got the extension, as I just mentioned there before, and Dante Jackson re-signed here in Carolina. So, hey, great, especially the Dante situation. But Robbie, man, just super disappointing last season for the Carolina Panthers. And DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson both at times struggled. DJ had a great year. I know you, you hear, like, struggled. How did he struggle? Well, 10 drops last season. Robbie had seven, a combined 17 drops between those two guys. Your number one and two wide receivers cannot have 17 drops and your team have success. And I understand that the offensive line was abysmal and the quarterback play, especially when Darnold was out there, did not help these guys at all. And they were left out to dry a lot of times. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall, all were thrown hospital balls and all had to take vicious hits, especially Robbie on the road against Atlanta last season. And Sam Darnold did not help out his wide receivers, but his wide receivers also didn't help out Sam Darnold. And they have to have that symbiotic relationship. Catch the football. Darnold will put the football in the right places. Don't get your guys hurt. But either way, both positions, especially quarterback, but even wide receiver, to a far lesser extent, left a lot to be desired last year in 2021. Like DJ has been one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League the last couple of years. He's been obviously the most underrated of all the wide receivers in the NFL, in my opinion. And that comes with the territory of a team that's been terrible, a team that hasn't had a quarterback and a team that's heading into, what, year four and in a row of not having multiple primetime games. And the only primetime game they are going to have is going to be a Thursday night game against the Atlanta Falcons in week 11, where I'm sure the NFL schedule makers imagine that both the Falcons and Panthers will be irrelevant by that point in time. But in order for the Panthers to not be irrelevant by that game is, well, DJ and Robbie – and everyone else got to step up. And here's the thing, too. 
And the Panthers, they re-signed Keith Kirkwood, who you know appeared in two, three games last year, caught three passes last season, which is absolutely nothing. Spent most of the year on the practice squad. If you remember, if you go back to um, uh, training camp last year, he was a wide receiver who got lit up by the undrafted free agent out of South Carolina, JT eBay, who, of course, was subsequently cut from the team that day. And Matt Rule talked about it was unacceptable. And 2020, Keith Kirkwood was there as well, but he spent that entire year being injured he was only activated for one game before he took another hit and, and injured his shoulder so he has not given the panthers really anything at all and the fact that he played at temple is the reason why he's here because you have a player who okay was injured and then last year wasn't good enough to make the team even though he did get injured so he's battled injuries but still i don't know what keith kirk would have shown for you to think that he's going to come here and contribute at all like the guys who have to contribute are dj moore and robbie anderson but not just him they need guys like richard higgins who had 24 receptions last season for 275 yards and 47 targets in Cleveland to have an impact. David Moore, who had a really good year with Russell Wilson in Seattle in 2020, was one of the free agent signings at wide receiver who I talked a lot about. Okay, we got Robbie coming back, had a great year. DJ had a great year again. And you had David Moore, had a one of the best years of his career, maybe the best year of his career the year before in Seattle now coming to this offense and you're thinking, okay, he's going to be a key player and you drafted Terrace Marshall. Like, okay, Terrace is probably going to battle him to be number three wide receiver. And eventually with his size, athleticism, talent, he'll take over. Well, more didn't make the team and Marshall didn't even have a better season than Brandon Zilstra. And yes, injuries played in, played a role. He missed three games because of concussion. He came in to this time of the off season injured after being drafted at LSU. He just really hasn't been healthy the last four or five years. But yet when he has been, he's put up awesome numbers and was a good enough talent to be viewed as someone who could have been drafted in the first round, but fell to the Panthers in the second round. Last season, Brandon Zilstra had 18 receptions on 25 targets, 250 yards, where Terrace Marshall on more targets had 17 receptions, 30 targets, 138 yards. Got to get way more production at Terrace Marshall. And I'm wondering now with the insulation period going on, and Ben McAdoo talked to the media last week and said that jobs are not you know, on the line right now. They'll start competing uh, once they get down to training camp. But you would think maybe next week they could maybe do a little bit of competition of mandatory minicamp, but really it's a, let's get all this stuff installed, do what we can over those four days, and then, all right, enjoy the rest of your summer. We see you down in Spartanburg. But for me, this is such an important time for a guy like Terrace Marshall because he's getting, I would imagine, those number two wide receiver reps. He's getting the reps that Robbie Anderson's not getting. He's learning the offense right here, hand-in-hand hand, with the offense, I mean, with the quarterbacks and with the tight ends, the offensive alignment, of course, the wide receiver group, while Robbie Anderson is not here. And again, voluntary. Not a huge deal that Robbie's not here. But it, I think it is to the advantage of Terrace Marshall, who, quite frankly, has way more size, and is probably a far more talented player than Robbie Anderson is, just hasn't reached that potential just yet. He has the potential. So Terrace Marshall's got to step up. If Brandon Zilser can give what he gave last year, if he's on this team, which I anticipate he will be on this team, then you take that. I'll take another 18 receptions for 250 yards from Brandon Zilstra and a touchdown this upcoming season. We'll need way more production out of Terrace Marshall and would love some quality production out of Richard Higgins. If he can give about the same production last year, maybe get to 300, 400 yards. And that, of course, is dependent upon how the quarterback plays and how the offensive line protects that quarterback. The wide receivers, they are not devoid of any criticism at all going into 2022 because the offense, all facets of the offense were bad at times. Quarterback play, offensive line play, running backs not having Christian McCaffrey, 
that hurt them. Tight end play, non-existent in the passing game, but especially the wide receivers, way too many drops and really no one outside of DJ Moore that you could rely upon week in, week out. That absolutely has to change here in 2022 for the Panthers to have the kind of success that we all want them to have. And Matt Rule needs them to have if he's going to maintain his job for a fourth season here in Carolina. And one of the big parts of Matt Rule potentially keeping his job for a fourth year will be obviously the quarterback play and whether the quarterback room they have right now with P.J. Walker, Matt Corral, and Sam Darnold, and Davis Cheek is enough. Could they still go out there and trade for someone? Joe Person of The Athletic, friend of the pod, did hint at it on Monday in one of his columns on The Athletic. We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's NBA Finals, the Stanley Cup playoffs that are now in the conference finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I've been trying to cut down on the quarterback talk lately, as apparently that's offended very many of you to talk about the quarterback position, even though here in Carolina until... We find a long-term option, and maybe that is Matt Corral. But until we visibly see that that guy who's under center can play a full season and beyond and elevate this roster, until we have that guy, and we've seen it, we're going to have to continue to have to talk about the Carolina Panthers and, well, the most important position in all of football and also, at times, the most overvalued position in football. And by overvalued, sometimes we put way too much on the quarterback, 3-0 start last year. Was that really all Sam Darnold, or was it overall team like the defense and the opponent? And let's even go back a couple years ago, Kyle Allen, four, he got the four wins in a row. People are talking about, hey, Kyle Allen, guy of the future. Was it really him, or was it the defense getting all those sacks? And, of course, Christian McCaffrey just being insane that season. So it can be extremely overvalued. And I think that goes in part to what uh, Scott Fitter was trying to talk about, where he doesn't believe that they necessarily have to have a great quarterback in order to win a Super Bowl here in Carolina. It would help. I don't see very many examples nowadays where you don't have a great quarterback. And you can argue if you want that Matthew Stafford's not a great quarterback, but the guy's pretty damn good. And I think he uh, proved a lot of doubters wrong this postseason there with the Los Angeles Rams and helping them win a Super Bowl as he seemed to be the missing piece for what was already an organization and a team that was built to win now and a team that has not done anything. I mean, they've done literally everything. Turn every stone to find a way to win a Super Bowl. So congratulations to Les Snead, the GM there, and Sean McVay and all that whole organization for what they've done to accomplish that. And hopefully we can see that here in Carolina. But until the Panthers find a quarterback and the long-term option, it's really hard to foresee that. Even if they do have a guy like Darnold who maybe plays a lot better this year and you have a lot of great players around him, I just think it's a lot easier 
obviously. And that's, and that's the quarterback position play quarterbacks now are better than they've ever been before. So it's not just as simple as, Hey, you got a really good quarterback. Cause there's plenty of teams who seem to have a really good quarterback, but do you have that a one guy who can lead you to the promised land? We'll see if Carolina has one on the roster or can find one here in the next couple of weeks. And I say that because Joe person of the athletic been on the show a couple of times does a great job covering the Carolina Panthers. He wrote in a column on Monday morning saying, don't be surprised if the Cleveland Browns, Carolina Panthers renew trade talks that stalled during the draft, as he believes this would be the ideal time that the Carolina Panthers are going to bring in Baker Mayfield to bring him in saying acquiring Mayfield before the June 14, 16 minicamp, which is next week, would give the quarterback a chance to start learning Ben McAdoo's offense and to get acquainted with his new teammates, including receiver Robbie Anderson, who in April voices disapproval of a Mayfield trade on social media and social media, meaning Instagram, as he said, nope, to a comment or a post about, hey, would you guys want Baker Mayfield here in Carolina? So that's already potentially going to lead to a problem if, Baker Mayfield does come here. Apparently, Baker Mayfield, who had shoulder surgery on his non-throwing shoulder, has been throwing since March, so he would be ready to go here in Carolina. And I've said this before. The Panthers are going to do this. Go ahead and get it done now. And I said that three, four weeks ago. Get it done during the offseason program where you're doing all the installation so he can learn the offense and he can meet his teammates and then he can start setting up workouts with these guys this upcoming summer where I'm sure it would be him, I guess Darnold, I have no idea what that dynamic would be like because I don't really uh, take Baker Mayfield to be the kind of guy who's going to enter in a quarterback competition against Sam Darnold and I guess Matt Corral as well and then be with those dudes throwing to the team's wide receivers. But who knows? Maybe there would be that kind of camaraderie here in Carolina. Just do it now if they're going to do it at all. And it's just curious to me that if they are going to make that decision, like I feel like they've waited too long. And Joe Person wrote that he that his sense is the team doesn't want the quarterback situation lingering throughout the summer months when these guys are on hiatus and on vacation before going to training camp down in Spartanburg. I get that, but even if you bring in Baker, and if you bring in Baker, the assumption should be that he'll be the starting quarterback. Um, there are people in the organization, according to Joe Person, that don't really see him as that much of an upgrade. But if you look at him, his numbers, and if you ever watched him play and you watch Sam Darnold play, you obviously know that he's a much better player than Sam Darnold. Yes, he's probably been in better situations, but the dude also was in Cleveland. And he's the only quarterback to have won anything in Cleveland in like forever. So I'm cool with Baker Mayfield coming here. It just needs to happen now. Because if they don't do it by next week if he's not if they don't have a new quarterback here by minicamp then at that point you should just roll with darnold and roll with pj and roll with matt corral and that goes that goes the same that go, and that's not just say not just baker but that's the same thing with jimmy g who has been excused from the san francisco 49ers mandatory minicamp going on this week because he's still injured and he's not gonna be available to really throw anyway so i would be like no interest in him just because of his injury and with cam as well if you're not going to bring in Cam now to learn the offense and be here with his teammates, what sense does it make to bring him in? Hey, July, Cam, come on in. And you can do it. You certainly can. And he can, I'm sure they can, he can learn it at the, that portion of time, you know, virtually or the, what they can give him the playbook. I don't really know how it goes during that period of time and whether, um, what, I mean, necessarily the rules of whether they can have that kind of interaction. I, I don't know because with the CB, with the uh, CBA, 
with the players association, what they negotiated, but this is the time to do it. So again, if you're going to do it, do it now. If you're not going to do it, well, okay. But don't wait until after mandatory mini camp. Be like, oh crap, we need a quarterback. Cause there was that thought that they're going to wait, see what Darnold looks like. Even though Ben McAdoo said last week, again, that the competition does not start until July. There's thoughts that, hey, we'll, we'll see what Sam looks like, what Matt Corral looks like here over the next couple of weeks during a voluntary portion where one of your top receivers is not even here. And then we'll make a determination on whether we need to bring in another quarterback. Logically, it doesn't make a lot of sense at all to me. So Baker Mayfield still out there. The Panthers want him. Just got to figure out the contract terms, which as we talked to Jonathan Alexander a couple weeks ago, Browns are willing to meet the Panthers halfway. At $9 million apiece. Panthers already got $18 million on Sam Darnold. Don't think they want to have $27 million wrapped up on Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield because that would just be terrible and a horrible waste of money on quarterbacks, mainly the Darnold portion of that being the $18.858 million. But apparently Carolina doesn't really want to go over five and might not even really want to go over three. So unless Cleveland can find a way to do that, as Baker Mayfield is going to have to make a decision here shortly as he's – set to lose $95,000 if he does not show up for mandatory minicamp. He could force his way, come out there. Maybe the Cleveland Browns just excuse him as that is a relationship that is broken beyond repair, irreconcilable differences, as we hear most times in divorce. And this was an ugly divorce. As Deshaun Watson now has 24 civil suits against him. Again, would have loved to have him here talent-wise, but... Not our problem now, and I guess we dodged that bullet as far as the off-the-field stuff. So we'll see how things play out with Baker Mayfield potentially coming here to Carolina if that does, in fact, happen. That's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Patriots Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on YouTube. We're on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays right now as we're in off-season mode. So if you don't want to miss a single episode, make sure to just click that subscribe button down there if you're watching the video. And if you're not, if you're listening to the podcast, we'll continue to do that on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Just click subscribe on the Locked On Panthers homepage there and be sure to make to check out every episode, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Stitcher. Just make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on all of those podcasting platforms to this show and all your favorite shows across the Lockdown Podcast Network. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council every single Friday. I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions to participate at me at Julian Council on Twitter or easily just DM me on Julian at Julian Council on Twitter and I'll get to your questions on the weekly Friday mailbag here this upcoming Friday. But in the meantime, take care. Be safe, keep pounding, and I will talk to y'all on Wednesday. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.